This is Ashley and Faye, and you're listening to To The Tea Podcast, a podcast sharing stories about life, love, and everything in between. Welcome to another episode of To The Tea. Thank you for taking the time to tune in from wherever you are to listen to our stories. In this episode, we will be talking about community and how one can find community in the midst of a pandemic. As we mentioned in our last podcast, it's so important to start with an attitude of gratitude. So before we start spilling the tea, why don't we take some time to start with giving thanks to God. Faye, what's one thing you're grateful for for this past week? I'm grateful for the fresh perspective that's being revealed to me while I'm studying the word and for just having such a supportive community to be studying with. We recently started inductive Bible study, and even though it's only been a few weeks, I'm discovering a deeper connection to these Bible verses or stories that I've known for so long. I recently started journaling again about all the different things that I'm learning, and I do hope that one day I'm able to share everything that I'm learning with you guys. What about you, Ashley? What is one thing that you're grateful for this week? Me? Man prayer and friends without a doubt. Before the year ended, I intentionally started a prayer binder slash journal kind of thing and made a commitment to God and myself that I'd pray more and vent less because we all know I like to talk. So writing down prayers and thoughts honestly just really helps me verbalize and visualize what's going on in my head and getting it on paper. And so far, it's been bringing me a lot of comfort and just confidence in God. We hope that you are also able to take time each day to reflect on God's goodness and faithfulness in your lives, especially during this pandemic. So without further ado, let's spill some tea. Let's start our discussion by first defining what community means to us. For me, a community is a group of individuals that have chosen to come together because they share a common goal or interest and just do life together. I have a few communities that I'm a part of, and some of these communities actually started well before the pandemic, while there are others I joined during the first lockdown. Although the communities I am involved with vary in size and have people that have grown up in very different circumstances and experiences, when we come together in fellowship, we are able to give insight, encouragement, and be accountable to one another. What does community mean to you, Ashley? So I'd have to agree with you that a community is a group of people who come together to do life. Um, I would add that it can be as small as two people, so just like you and I, who choose to invest in each other's lives. I'm also part of several communities, one of which is my fitness and nutrition crew. And I consider us to be a community because we all want to better our lives through our fitness journey while, you know, sharing recipes and health tidbits. So from all walks of life, but with the same purpose and vision in mind. That's what community is. Um, One where you can decide to contribute, receive, and then share or pay it forward, so to speak. Now that we've talked about what community means to us, how does that compare to what God meant for community in our lives? 
In 1 Corinthians 1 verse 10, Paul is writing to the church in Corinth because there should be no divisions among them, that they would be united in the same mind and same judgment. We're referred to as the body of Christ and we're called to serve one another. Romans chapter 12 verses 4 to 5 says, For just as each one of us has one body with many members, these members do not all have the same function. So in Christ, we, though many, form one body and each member belongs to all the others. So what you're saying is that we're not meant to journey alone. We were actually designed to fellowship with other people. As God's chosen people, we're called to clothe ourselves in compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, to bear with one another and forgive one another, to forgive as the Lord forgave you, and over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them together in perfect unity. And that's found in Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 to 14. Having said all this, we're going to share four steps on how to find or build community during a pandemic. Step one, start small. Even if it's just one other person, make the decision to be an intentional community with them. If you're not sure where to start or who to approach, pray about it. Ask God to impress a person or a group of people for you to reach out to. In Matthew chapter 18, verse 20, it says, Where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am with them. Step number two, recognize one another's needs and respect where they're coming from. In Mark 14, verses 6 to 9, Jesus tells the people to leave Mary alone after she poured out expensive oil onto Jesus' head. When you join or become part of community, know that you're going to come across people who have different perspectives, backgrounds, and convictions of worship. Let Jesus be the one to speak words into what may not make sense to you. For example, when I start my tag time, I personally like meditating on lyrics from worship songs or listening to instrumentals because it prepares my heart for receiving the word. Whereas others may prefer sitting in silence or lighting a candle, my need for Jesus looks different from the next person's need for Jesus, but the common ground we have is that we both know that we do need Jesus. Step 3. Make time to meet regularly. In Hebrews chapter 10 verses 24 and 25 it says, Let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. In Acts chapter 2 we see the early church as these new believers forming a community. They devoted themselves to the teachings of the apostles and fellowshiped with one another by sharing meals and praying for each other. Before the first lockdown, one of my communities was meeting in person on a weekly basis. Because of the restrictions, we had to transition from meeting face to face to video calling so we could continue to meet. But during those times we couldn't meet together, we made it a point to check in on one another, to share praise reports, and also our prayer requests through other means of communication. Step 4. Going a step further. Once you've established your community and equipped yourselves with the word, 
We're called to go out and share our experiences with Christ to others. What happens in your community shouldn't stop there. The Great Commission in Matthew chapter 28 verses 16 to 20 directs us to make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything we have been commanded to do. So yes, church, small groups, fitness accountability, book clubs, etc., they're all good, and you feel so empowered and invigorated after each session or meeting and workout. But is that it? Like, is that as far as it's supposed to go? In Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 to 16, the word says that we are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Let your light so shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Remember why you chose to be a part of a community or sought one out in the first place. I think it's hard to become part of one and not want to extend to influence or share with others what you've experienced in that space. If it really matters to you and it added value to your life, why wouldn't you want to take it a step further and tell someone outside of that community about it? So there's this devotional that I'm reading called Community. Uh, It's written by Troy Fitzgerald. And he talks about making a cup of tea and how you have to place that bag into a cup of hot water and then wait. So in light of our podcast name to the tea, I thought it was fitting to share this part. It says, as you wait, the water permeates the bag and soaks into the contents. Tea leaves and herbs pack together. The water will find a way to soak into the dry places, but it takes time. As the water permeates the bag, something wonderful happens. The water enters the bag, and what's in the bag enters the water. In essence, the more time the water and tea bag have to mingle, the stronger the flavor becomes. In relation to community, the more time you spend with one another, and the more time your community spends with God, or fitness, or a book, or whatever that common ground is, the more stronger that bond of community becomes. We look forward to being able to meet with our communities in person again very soon. If you are seeking to find a community or just starting one, we truly hope that you find encouragement in today's episode. If you would like us to pray for you or if you have a story that you would like to share, please email us at toothetpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to today's episode of To The Tea. That's all for today's tea. For more episodes, check out To The Tea podcast that is now available on most streaming platforms. Cheers! Cheers.